Welcome to another episode of The Authentic SF Show. Today I have an amazing guest with me who I look up to and I would love to spend literally every day of my life because this person has been motivating me a lot since the day I met him. And you have no idea how much this person has changed my life since the day I met him. I have no idea why he's very passionate about changing people's life. I don't know if he's aware of it, but he has changed a lot of people's life. And I'm so honored to have him on my podcast today. Welcome to the show, Rick. Thank you for having me. Of course. You remember the day I met you in this office? I the, do. Yeah, so the first time we met, you were like, you know, you never asked me anything. You were like, I want to know your story. Tell me your background. Tell me what you do. But today I want to know the story behind the Rick Dillon. Like, how did you become the Rick Dillon? I don't even know what that means. Because you're someone who motivates people's life, right? You, you have, I don't know if you're aware of it. You literally change a lot of people's life, like how I mentioned. So I want to know how you became that person. Oh, man. Um, like, I have two kids. Yeah. And one of the things that I try to do in a mm-hmm. conscious level, my oldest son is 15 years old. Yeah. And I try to lead by example. Nice. Right, so I don't even really know that I'm motivating yeah. people. Yeah. I'm starting to realize that I'm motivating people. Yeah. But the best answer I can give you that is I try to become the best version of myself. Nice. And as I try to peel off my own layers, yeah. because in order to become the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. you have to peel off a lot of layers and you have to become very honest with yourself. Okay? Yeah. And in doing so, mm-hmm. I guess other people are watching. Yeah. And when you are working on yourself, you start walking with a different energy. You do. That's what I hear. Yeah. So, and I think that, and then that's one thing to just try to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. And then the second thing is just authentically just caring about people, you know? So when you mix that, I guess you can try to make a change. So when I I met you, it's kind of like, tell me your story. Exactly. So... How did you know that you want to become a realtor? How did you know you want to become a real estate agent? Yeah. So, um, I would say I, I became a realtor because some of my friends got their real estate license. Okay. And they were doing really good. Yeah. And I'm competitive. Yeah, you and are. Yeah, back then I was very competitive. Uh-huh. And then I was like, man, if they can do it, I can do it. Mixture of that, they were kind of, I would say, my inspiration is what I would call it now. Okay. Um, I wasn't liking what I was doing back then. I didn't like the whole nine to five. I was working as a property accountant. Okay. Had an awesome job downtown Toronto. Okay. You know, did that whole rat race, go train, work nine to five, come back home. I wasn't a good employee. And before that, I wasn't the best student. Mm-hmm. I got my real estate license and I was, I said to myself, I just want to be good at something. Yeah. So the thing that I liked about it was I couldn't have any more excuses because if I didn't show up, I wasn't going to pay any bills. And I remember when I got my real estate license, this is interesting story. Um, the girl I was dating back then. Yeah. Um, introduced me to her brother 
that was coming out of town okay. and they wanted to go out for dinner. Okay. I had 20 bucks, $20 in my bank account. Okay. So now he came to dinner and he started ordering all this stuff. And I was like, I just ate. I just ate before I came. Okay, I've been there too. You've been there? Yeah, I've been there with I my friends. Yeah. yeah, because I didn't want him to pay the bill. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to impress him. Yeah. I had $20 and oh I'm calculating God. like... You know, how much is this salad? How much is this donut? <laughs> like double gin and tonic. I'm like, okay, there goes my donut. <laughs> right? So he's doing all that. And I'm like, hey man, I'm good right now. I'm, I'm, I already ate. Bill came along. I, I paid it. I didn't know. I was so nervous. Like, thank God for overdraft. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> thank God for overdraft. And I'm like, man. So anyway, everything went smooth. Yeah. Uh, me and that girl didn't work out. <laughs> but, Obviously. But, but, but anyway, that was kind of... I didn't want to feel like that anymore. Yeah. You know? So yeah. when I got my real estate license to answer your question... Yeah. For me, I was like, this is my shot. This is it. I have no second chance. So when people, you know, sometimes people say to me, they're like, hey, man, like, it's easy for you. Or they haven't seen what I've seen. Yeah. They haven't seen, like, I'm not saying I have the worst story, but but I know how it is to have no money. Yeah. 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 When I know. That's why I feel relatable with you because you know. That I was in a place where I had no money. I feel relatable when you said that you had only $20. Yeah. Even I, I, I remember a moment when, uh, you know, I had a client. She wanted to go out. Uh, I wanted to impress her. And she's like, you know, it's a good place to network. You'll get more clients. And I had only $20. I had to travel from North York yeah. to downtown. Yeah. You know, it's two hours. I took Uber. I dressed up so nice. And I, even then, people didn't know what I was going through because I tried to dress up really well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm on intermittent fasting. I don't think uh, I have <laughs> to eat. That's the best excuse. <laughs> I but have to Your eat. story is even more powerful than mine because... I still have my parents here. I still have places that I can go. You didn't have that. No, I never did. So that's why your story is very powerful to me because you're doing this by yourself. So even though I didn't have that, I still had the support. I could still go back home and and do that. You didn't have any of that. That's why I look up to you guys because, you know, when I don't have that kind of parental support here, I know that I can depend on you. I'm not going to depend on you you know, financially, but I want someone who's going to be there for me emotionally. Like, you know, when I'm going through something, I can just literally come to you or G or John side, like, you know, I'm going through this. What can I do? And I know for sure that you guys would help me selflessly. You have this tendency where that I know what this person is going through, not just me, anyone. You just see through this person and you want to change that person's life. That's why I want to spend more time with you because I know that the more time I'm spending with you, I'm getting, I'm giving away that energy and I want to inspire people. That's the whole reason why I want to start this podcast because I want to know the world to know how you can change their life just the way you did, you know, change my life. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah, I do really appreciate that. I think there comes a point in your journey of whatever you're doing. Yeah. You have to reach some sort of success. Yes. Unfortunately or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at that, yeah. look at it. Because if you're not successful, then you don't have people's ears. 
right? No. I can't give people workout advice if I'm way out of shape. Yes. Right? N yeah. Nor would I give people workout advice. That's not my thing. Yeah. I can't give people advice in business and success. Uh, I happen to be uh, start as a realtor. I still am a realtor, but I'm an entrepreneur and a business yes, person. Yes, you are. Right? And also a motivational speaker, according to me. There you go. Yeah, yeah. according to you. <laughs> according to a lot of people now. But yeah. I do enjoy that. But I had to reach success at something mm -hmm. so people would hear me. Yeah. And then what happens is then people start asking your advice. Yes. So, you know, to answer your question, how did you become this? Yeah. So I, I, I hit a pinnacle success uh, in real estate, mm -hmm. not just as a realtor, but a lot of different facets. Then I hit it at EXP. Yeah. And now people are asking me. And then it happens on a personal journey because I went through a lot of stuff in my life. Different story than yours. Mine wasn't always about money. It was just being around wrong situations and wrong, wrong crowds, crowd. right? Yeah. So now when you get out of those situations, you want to, I want to help. Yeah. And then as you get older, you're like, the universe is just bringing people into your life exactly. that you have to help. Exactly. So then it's like, is this my calling? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the universe made you to go through those situations because one day you can help people who's going through the same situation. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. So uh, once you go on the journey of becoming the best version of yourself in every which way, yeah. financially, mentally, in relationships, I, I'm very lucky and I'm very grateful to be sitting here today mm -hmm. in a good financial position in a very good relationship, not only with my, uh, my wife, but my friends, yeah. everybody that's around me, I can lean on and talk to about things. I did it this morning about personal situations, so I'm very grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful that I have good health. And the fourth thing that I'm working on, on is my spirit. Nice. How do I work on my spirit is, in my language, we call it seva. Seva, yeah. Seva, right? So we help people. So my way of helping people is showing others that they can do it. So it's service. Yeah. So this is what I'm doing now because mm -hmm. I've God's given me so much, or the universe has given me so much yeah. that I want to give back. But then again, I was in that little middle ground where I'm like, who am I to give back? <laughs> yeah, but and now, we all yeah, have the self-doubt. That self-doubt, imposter syndrome, imposter which syndrome. I'm kind of going over and saying, my solution to that is, you don't have to think like you're somebody mm -hmm. in order to help somebody else. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah, you just help by walking. Yeah, so you just you know made a point about EXP. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. You know, when you started or when you joined EXP, mm -hmm. I know you have uh, 450 agents right now, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. So when you started and you started getting people in your team, how did you convince those people, the first few people to join EXP or even to join your team? What was your speech or what did you tell them? Yeah, so um, I think the first step is you have to internalize the opportunity. Okay. So after I did my homework mm -hmm. and after I came on and I started seeing the culture, yeah. I really believed in it. Yeah. So if I believe in it, I want to tell everybody I care about about it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't come off as sales salesy. Mm -hmm. I came off as a friend and I'm giving you a gift. And I was like, hey, Shruti, listen, there's this new thing coming around. I've been in a, in a realtor for this long 
and I want you to do your homework on it. When, whatever you do after you do your homework on it, it's up to you. I'm not asking you to switch. I'm not asking you to do anything. Yeah. But um, five years from now, 10 years from now, two years from now, I don't want you to come to me and say, why didn't Rick Dillon tell me exactly. about this opportunity? Of course. So I told everybody that I cared about first. Mm -hmm. Called my friends. So yeah. out of all these people that are here, like including, you know, like, you know, G, G and Pascal, yeah. and all, everybody that's Your here. best friends. There's people that I know that I brought on here, so I had to believe in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so because they, you know, trusted you. Yeah. So you have to make sure you keep up with the words that you promised them. And uh, as I mentioned in my event that day, it, even though I'm not an e agent, EXP and people in EXP have changed my life drastically. Like you are from EXP, G is from EXP, John Sa is from EXP. So all these people, you never told me that you want to be my mentor. Yeah. I chose, you know, you, I chose John, I so chose G because you are different when, I'm com when I compare you with other, you know, uh, agents from you know uh, regular brokerages because I'm not trying to be you know telling that this brokerage is bad this brokerage is good but it's just the work ethics that you guys have you don't see yourself as just a real estate agent you guys see yourself as someone motivating people as a good entrepreneur so that way I feel like anyone who I meet within the EXP they are literally there to change people's life and even you like <clears throat> the moment I said hey Rick I wanted to become the first female millionaire in my family. I had no help from my family. That Even that time, uh, my parents were not supportive of me. They're like, no, just go do a nine to five job. You're not gonna get this thing right. Like nobody's there to help you. But you won't believe me. When I met you and I posted picture uh, with you and G that day and I told my mom, mom, you know what? I met this person for the first time and I happened to meet him on the same exact date of my grand, late grandpa's birthday, wow. yeah. and then I told him, he, out of no one else, he, I met him for the first time, and he promised me that, you know, he's going to make one of my dreams come true, mm -hmm. even without me asking for help. Mm -hmm. So I felt really, really connected to the way he spoke to me, and you're still keeping up with those words. You were mm -hmm. never fake. That's why mm -hmm. I really like uh, one thing about you, like you were never fake, and you got me out of this worst situation i don't know if you were aware of it it's just the way you spoke to me that day that you know what shruti i can do it like this person is promising me that he can do it which means that that's when i started believing in myself i told my parents you know what just give me six months time i'll be in a better place within four months i've launched my company you know i was living in a living space in air mattress with four other girls i now living in a townhouse i'm able to offer that you know rent i'm able to do so many things because of That's you awesome. believing in me That's if awesome. you had never told that to me i would have never done these things yeah so i feel like you guys are really motivating others to do it and i wish other people see that too and you know to just join your team because you're not just telling people to just sell homes you're changing their lives yeah there's first of all you did it yeah it but was I, you that did it but yeah. i think one of the things that um you know the people that you mentioned and people in any like there people that see something in somebody yeah sometimes you just need encouragement yes sometimes you need somebody to have your back. that's what i was lacking yeah you need yeah. somebody to say hey i think you can do it yeah now truth be told i don't say that to everybody thanks 
right? That means a lot I to will, me coming from you. Yeah, I don't say that to everybody. It's not something that you dish out. Yeah. But the things that you were saying, and you have the why, you know. I have the why. You have, you have the motivation, you have the desire, you have the drive. Yeah. There's nothing in the world you can't do if you have those things. Yes. And once you start understanding that every human being is a creator, we create everything. And our thoughts become reality. We are actual creators. Yes. You can create it. Once you start believing in that, mm -hmm. nothing is impossible. And you know, the, the thing that you mentioned about EXP is, is quite true because it's the model that I give credit to that brings in a certain kind of individual. Okay, so the, most of the leaders in this brokerage are selfless. Yes. They weren't always like that. Now, even including me, mm -hmm. when it came to real estate as a realtor, yeah. I wasn't always as sharing. I'll tell you why. Because in my previous brokerages, the realtors in my brokerage were my competition. Even though I happened to be a nice guy, I didn't think of them that way because mm -hmm. a lot of them were my friends. I wasn't incentivized to help anybody. Now watch this. When you come into a model that you must help in order to grow financially in the business sense, yeah. and you keep helping, you keep helping, you keep helping, what happens is we know how you become a, how things become a habit. Yeah. When you th do things over and over and over again. So maybe the young Rick at EXP, I was helping because I wanted to be successful in, the, in business. Yeah. But I was doing it so much. And so often, it became a habit, habit. just to help people yes. that the self-gratification or the selfishness of the money in the business is now gone. Yeah. And now it just became a habit of just like helping people. So I owe that to Glenn. I owe that to Glenn Sanford for sure for creating such a model that helped create me. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, you were talking about uh, your then-girlfriend. So I want to ask you something related to relationship now. Mm -hmm. So you have an amazing wife. I see her on Instagram. She's inspiring. She's been doing her business really good. And it's a very different way of doing business. So I want to see like, you know, there's this thing on TikToks and Reels that you see recently where they say that most men are scared of successful women. But what I see in Rick Dillon is he's very supportive of his wife, Sonia. He wants her to grow as an individual. So how do you, or what's your advice for our generation people to have that in our relationship? I have to kill the old Rick. Yeah. You gotta, like when it comes to relationships, in order to attract something that you want, you have to become that person. Right. Yeah. So the the thing about relationships is, and I'm no relationship expert, but you asked me the question. I'll try my best. Is you have to be be the best version of yourself in order to get to a healthy relationship. Because if you have demons, mm -hmm. if you have things that you haven't worked on, two things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to attract someone that's like you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And now you guys are like. As yeah. you guys grow, so what happens is one person will grow, outgrow the other person, yeah. 
it's going to be very rare that they start growing together. Yeah. So I think it starts before you get into the relationship. You really have to make a conscious effort to work on yourself. Yeah. Allow the other person to work on themselves. And then two whole and complete people wow. coming together to make a life together. Where in that relationship, you give each other the space yeah. just to be the best versions of themselves. And all you can do is be that support system when they need. Yes, right. Yes. So I, if you're talking about a successful relationship, it really comes down to being a successful human being and working on yourself. Yes, and your mental health too. Because yeah. the reason why I'm asking this is, a lot of uh, <clears throat> us, you know, our generation, people, millennials or Gen Zs, we see relationship differently. We don't see it. Like most of us, not me, before the old Shruti never saw it in the long term. I was putting up with a traumatic relationship. I was, uh, you know, even for a year, even even though I know that person is, you know, traumatizing me, I would still, you know, go back to that person because I was thinking it might work out. But what I see in you is you are trying to, you know, protect your relationship. You are trying to encourage your wife to become successful. That's something that I... I think that a lot of us have to learn from you. Yeah. And uh, one more thing that I want to know is uh, you were talking about manifestations, you're talking about universe, you know, seva, something like that. So I was having a conversation with G the other day and he said that, you know, uh, he never believed in law of attraction until you told him. And he also mentioned that you can manifest things like this. I believe in manifestation. I literally yeah. have angel number triple eight, which I never audit. So I believe in those things. And I feel like wherever I am right now, I never planned to become one. Yeah. I came here just with the dream of getting my PR. I never thought I would be a person right here, sitting right to right next to a person like you recording my podcast. I believe that universe has already made the plan. It has happened to me. And I just want to know, how do you manifest things so quick? I'm, I'm going to, yeah, how do I manifest things so quick? I, I, I They could be quicker. Um, I'm going to give you some advice. Yeah. If you're okay with it. Of course. And by me giving you advice, I also learn. Okay. So, um, we both have our story. Yes. We both shared it on this podcast. Yeah. Me, I was, I shared my story. You, you shared your story. Okay? Yeah. But we have to be careful with our own story when it comes to manifestation. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because the reality is this. You have to use your story to inspire others mm -hmm. so they know where you came from. But you got to stop believing your own story. Okay. Because even your own story of that girl that came here and struggled, that girl. So it's the underdog story. That yeah. You yeah. So you're going to manifest. Things are going to be harder for you than they should be. Okay. So what I started, I also have an underdog story. I'm the guy that wasn't supposed to made it, but made it. If you look at all my friends that I grew up with, if you look at my circle, they're all done. Yeah, I know. I've heard that story. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, right? So I'll use that story to inspire, but I don't let it go into my mind anymore. Okay. Because as you're manifesting, even those thoughts will make it harder for you to manifest. manifest. Because what you're manifesting is, it was so hard for me to get here. And if you keep thinking about that underdog story and you're proud of it, well, it's going to be so hard for you to get there. Get there. So what oh I do God. now is I stop thinking about the past okay. and I think about the future and the present. Okay. So I'm really thinking, like, let's say I want a jet. Yeah. Which 
Sure. You will. Yeah, why not? You will, right? yeah. I'll picture myself already having that jet. And I picture it coming very easy. Wow. Like someone just handed it to me as a gift. Rather than my old story was so hard to get here, that underdog story. So my advice to both of us is what I'm learning in the manifestation journey. If you want to get better at it, even your own story, you have to leave in, leave the, past. in the past. So when somebody asks you, you have to tell it to inspire. But and you're in brand. So for brand building, yeah. you have to have your brand story, yeah. right? Yeah. But stop believing your own story because it's going to become harder for you to manifest. Okay, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Um, since we're talking that, I want to know, when you, you know, at the end of the day, what's the story, what's the thought that comes into your mind? Like, you know, everyone has thoughts. When we go to our bed, we just have this white space. We just look at, you know, at the wall, you know, and the top we'll be thinking we have some kind of thoughts right you are an entrepreneur you're a realtor and of course you have so many thoughts in your mind what's this one thought that you have in your mind when you go before going to sleep my gosh uh, I don't know when it comes about but the thing that drives me mm -hmm. I think you're asking is I don't want to leave this world in my human existence with any regrets Wow. I don't want to be like, I could have done this, I should have done this. I'd rather suffer now than suffer later. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So there's this amazing quote that goes through my head. Okay. And every human being is going to suffer one of two pains. It's going to come. Yeah. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Yes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Pick your poison. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I pick try to pick you know the pain of discipline yes i try to pick that yeah yeah i'm not always successful yeah but i fear the pain of regret more yeah. because people close to me have passed away i've seen people waste their lives yeah and as i'm going on this journey of success mm -hmm. i try to bring people with me yeah i you want do. to bring people yes. with me yeah but it's hard mm -hmm. because sometimes you gotta learn you gotta let them fall yeah yeah Speaking about discipline, I just remind, remember when I first met you, right? You were telling me that I asked you, do you journal? Do you wake up early? He was like, no, I don't wake up that early. I don't believe in journaling. All I do is like, you know, listen to my audibles. So, you know, like we, we younger generation, we don't believe in those stuff as well. Although I try to wake up early in the morning these days, I, we don't believe in those stuff. Um, so, you know, I kind of relate with you in that aspect. So what's your routine? Like speaking about discipline, what's yeah. the one you know thing that Rick uh, does when he wakes up in the morning to put himself, you know, to go yeah. through all these stuff in the day? So there's different versions. Yeah. Now I'll talk about, but just talking about your point. Yeah. Let's just think about it logically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you want to be successful in something, yeah. The sooner you start working on that, uh -huh. the more hours you put in that the more successful you're going to become. Yeah. You don't have to prime up to do it. Yes. Like, for example, I am in sales. Yeah. One of the things that I did in sales to be successful mm -hmm. is to call people. Yeah. Prospect. Yeah. People that want to buy or sell property. Yeah. Now, I can meditate before that. I can run before that. I can do whatever before that. But if I'm wasting time, I'd rather just do that activity. So that's different, though. Mm -hmm. That's in success. But there's success in different pillars. Yes. Right? So what do I, my morning routine mm -hmm. to this time is, it's not a success routine just in business and money. Yeah. 
but I have other pillars. Yeah. So I will wake up early. I like to wake up early. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because I don't want to feel like I'm lagging behind. Because yeah. I like to go to the gym in the morning. I do about 15, 20 minutes of meditation. Nice. Recently. Okay. I never used to do it before. Yeah. It's just because I'm on the spiritual vibe right Yeah, now. yeah. But the answer I want to give you and anybody that's watching, because this is yeah. going to be authentically... Authentic as fuck. <laughs> authentic as F I feel that like if you are wanting to reach a goal just think about logical sense that getting to that goal the more you practice on that goal the more successful you become when Kobe Bryant wanted to be a good basketball player the more hours he put in basketball the more successful Successful he's going to become so a lot of people will wake up at 5 meditate do a cold plunge go to the sauna have a smoothie and now they're freaking tired they take a nap exactly I was like that when I tried <laughs> when I tried to do that now wake up at 4.30 do my yoga do, I was like tired by 10 because you know our cortisol levels just go That's so just new low. age. I don't want to call it new age bullshit because there's a lot of thing, good things behind that. Yeah. But old school, man, like you get to what you want to get to and you, you do it. Do it. Whatever you do more often yeah. and learn the skill sets to do it, Yeah. fine, go do it. Now, yeah. to up that a level, mm-hmm. then comes in the meditation, the koopan, because that's called being in peak state. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now, if I want my conversations while I'm prospecting to be clearer, mm-hmm. if I want to make more dials, yeah, I want to be able to have the guilt out of my day that I've already done my workout. Yeah, I want to be in a prime state where maybe I've done some meditation, and now when people are throwing objections at me, mm-hmm. I can handle it in a more calm way. Yeah. But that's part two. If you're not doing the part one, then the part two is not going to help not you. Not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So that helps you, let's say, 10%. Yeah. But the 90% is actually doing the work. True, true. Yeah. Um, speaking about spiritual, how did the spiritual awakening happen to you? Oh, man, that is a good question. It keeps happening. And I, I, I keep thinking about it. Just, I think I just became more aware of the hints that the universe brings to me. Okay. Instead of having my blinders on. Yeah. So um, if you walk in the room. Yeah. Instead of just being like, hey, this person just walked in the room. I'd be like, okay, let me do some investigation. Yeah. What does this person mean in my life? If my phone rings and I'm invited to a party. Yeah. Usually I would say, no, I'm tired, man. and not going. Now I would try to go to that party because I'm okay. like, okay, what is there waiting for me? Yes. So just to be really in tune because the universe will bring a lot of things to our lives, but our brain gets in our way. Our brain gets in the way of our soul. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because your soul has an inner GPS. Yeah. Where you ever met somebody and you're like, I love this person and I just met them. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel that you've met that person, you know, before. Yes. And I I feel that connection because the now because I having my spiritual awakening for the past few months, right? So that's the reason I'm asking you as well because like the way you said, I now I feel like anyone I'm meeting in my life, there's a reason why that person is coming into my life. Yeah. Be it good, be it bad, there's reason why everything has happened. I like I asked you last week if you want to do a podcast and I feel that there's a reason why we're doing this podcast because you're going to motivate a lot of people through this podcast, you know. Yeah. There's always a reason behind everything that happens. I'm just doing it for you. I know. And but if, somebody, if somebody gets motivated, that's a, that's a blessing. But um, 
I'm just I'm I'm doing that I'm doing that to support you and I want I want to support you on your journey, but yeah I want people to totally get inspired to that, and just kind of like doubling down on that question you had, I think once you really start understanding that you are a spirit and a soul having a human experience, okay, rather than a human being having a spiritual experience, yeah. Once you really grasp that, yeah. Like I mean, real. Not just look at it as a quote. Yeah. Not think you understand it. Once you really grasp that, yeah. That's when your spiritual awakening starts happening. Starts happening. Yeah. Okay, Rick. Um, you know, before we end the show, yeah. I have few rapid fire questions for oh. you. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's do. So I have few rapid fire questions. If you're not comfortable answering them, you can just let me know. Fire so, away. Fire away. Yeah. <laughs> You can keep your answers short or whatever you want. Yep, um, I'll do them short. However you want it. Uh, so the first question is, what's a mistake you've made in the past that looking back you wouldn't change because of what it taught you? I made so many mistakes. But <laughs> just one specific thing that you want to share with all of us today. Um, I've made so many. Uh, I would say... Um, I'm actually now proud of the fact that I always was not um, successful. Okay. Um, so that includes like skipping school sometimes to do okay. things that I should regret because I could have got better grades. Yeah. But I maybe like not being the best employee at work. Like my one-hour lunches were turned into three-hour lunches. My five, six days, sick days were turning to 15 sick days. Because you were not meant to do that thing. You were meant, meant to, to do be that. an entrepreneur. So I think um, that really helped me understand that I'm not a failure, yeah. but I'm just not in the right place. So I don't right regret place. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think those were mistakes. Okay. So the next question is, if you could relive one year of your life, which one would it be and why? This year. This year? Yeah. Why is that so? Because I feel that I, I don't look in the past like that was the best time of my life. I think I'm living the best time of my life. I also am excited mm -hmm. to go on to my next spiritual journey after this life is over. Wow. So I'm very excited for what's this year. What's in the year. future. Yeah, I'm excited for what's in the future. I want to look forward. Wow. I don't want to look back. Yeah, like you mentioned earlier, when you're manifesting, you don't want to look back in the yeah, past. Yeah, no, but even that's actually how I feel. I that's feel like I'm think. in peak right now. I'm loving this state of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. But I have yeah. seen, like, in this past four months, I've known you only for past four, four months, yeah. right? But every single time I meet, I see a different energy, a different aura yeah. around you. You are surrounded with so much positivity. You're like, come, you just open your arms. Like, you want to help everyone. Even yesterday when I saw you after the training, every single person want to just be around you because you are there to help them. Yeah. They, like, you're surrounded by positivity. That's what I see in you. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. I don't see that in myself, but I don't think you, you just, when you're just authentically yourself, you're not trying to be something, yeah. but I really appreciate that. If that's the energy that I'm giving off, I'm, yeah. I'm happy for sure. Yeah, of yeah. course. That's the energy you're giving off. I'm sure everyone would agree with this thing. Yeah. The next thing is, if you could teleport to any place in the world at this very moment, where would you go and why? In the planet? Anywhere. Wherever you want to go. Just teleporting somewhere that you want to go. Um... 
right now it's getting cold outside. I would like to go to, where would I like to go? I want to see Dubai. Dubai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never wow. been there. I, yeah. I also want to see Dubai because I think it's a really good place for us entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what's happening there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think Dubai will be a really great vibe for you as well. Yeah, I want to see what's up there. Everyone's talking about it, yeah. all, the, all the opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's nice weather. Also, EXP is also expanding in Dubai. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and to the next question, um, you know, what I see is um, if you could send a message to the entire world and have them listen, what would that message be? Just one message. Do everything in your power to become the best version of yourself. Understand that tomorrow is not promised, but one thing I will promise you if you don't go on that journey of wanting to be the best that you can be, yeah. there will come a day in your life you will regret it. Yes, yes, you will regret absolutely. It. Absolutely, everyone would yeah. regret it. And yeah. I don't want that for you. Yeah. I don't want that for you. Because yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, for sure. And one more thing. What is one memory from your childhood that has shaped you, who you are today? Um, like physically shaped me was a, there was a drink called Tang. <laughs> I remember Tang. Yo, I drank so much Tang, it was ridiculous. I got like, I got banned from Tang. Wow. And like back then, <laughs> back then, I wouldn't drink water. Like back then, everybody would just make Tang and like put a pound of sugar in it and nobody knew about health and I would drink that like I used tons. to love Tang too. <laughs> <laughs> so physically, that thing has shaped me. I think I'm still trying to lose off the pounds from the tank. No, I'm no not asking physically. <laughs> no joke. That's a, that, that's that's a memory that shaped me for sure. Yeah. No, I didn't ask physically. I, I want to ask what shaped you as a person. Um. Um. So tank. Yeah. And um, say that question again. <laughs> oh my God! Wait. What is one memory from your childhood that has shaped who you are today? You know what? I think we all share these memories. Uh, some of my fondest memories is being with my siblings okay. and my cousins yeah. when you're young and having those sleepovers and doing all those crazy, silly things. I think that really helped me with um, learning loyalty, yeah. learning love and having the capacity to share things. Wow. So my fondest memories are that shaped me as uh, someone that's a leader, someone that likes to help, someone that's really loyal, yeah. is all those awesome memories that you know I, I've experienced with my cousins and my brothers and my cousins' sisters. Those are my fondest. Wow. Doing the silliest things. Yeah. Watching Hindi movies and singing <laughs> along. And singing along. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So one last question. If you had the power, which I feel you will have this power. Okay. Let's manifest that you're going to have this yeah, in the we future. Have it. Yeah. If you had the power to change one law, policy, or rule in the world, what would it be and why? Ooh. One? Law, policy, or rule. Mm. <clears throat> I gotta be very careful here. <laughs> Uh, but we're authentic, authentic, authentic as, yeah. as F. Yeah. Um, 
I do not like the way um, the Canadian government as a whole is being run right now. Yes. I don't like the way that um, the freedom of speech is going down. Yes. I don't like the way that people are being um, discriminated against in many different many ways. Different right? Yeah. And most importantly, it's I feel that um, the country we live in is very good at wanting to keep people middle class. Yeah. You know, they yeah. don't want people to go low. They'll give people, you know, um, what's your word? Intense There's incentives? Incentives for that. It's very hard to get successful in this country, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And they want to keep you in the middle. Yeah. And the way they keep you in the middle is they try to keep you, honestly, drunk, high, and broke wow. okay yeah. so one thing that I would really wish for people to do is become very clear because a person that's sober mm -hmm. a person that's um, driven and a person that has money which equates to power is a very dangerous person so you have to be clear very clear that way you can get out of the system of this middle-class majority that we live in which is Canada as a whole yeah yeah, yeah. so you know we are at the end of the show and I wanted to say that <clears throat> yet again you inspired me a lot I learned so much from you but I also want to say you know what's that one thing that you want our viewers to take away from our episode today um, this episode authentic as F I want you to be authentically yourself and um, the thing that I want you to take away from today is the host, uh, her story, seeing that if she's brave enough and strong enough to do the things that she wants to do in the place that she came from, um, you can do it too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are at the end of the show and I'm so happy to have Rick uh, on my podcast today and see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.